0: Welcome, everybody. This is episode 98 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. We're closing in on that big 100. Now, when you're presenting, what is one of the toughest challenges that you can face? Hmm? Be nervous? Yeah, okay. Not knowing your stuff? Well, that's up to you. How about when you have to present as a team, when there's more than one of you, maybe two of you, three of you, four of you, five of you even? Then it gets really tough. So I did some work recently with some university students who were working as a team of three and four and five doing a presentation. They had a big presentation to do. They had to do it as a group. It's a really, really tough gig. So it inspired me to think, right, let's do a podcast about this. So here it is. This week's episode is all about presenting as a team. hope you'll enjoy it. Lots of top tips for you to enjoy and make the most of. Right, it's coming up. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Okay, so certainly in business, there have been many occasions when your company presentation will be delivered by you and potentially other people as well. And it makes it much more difficult to deliver than if you're doing it on your own, because if you're doing it on your own, you know you're in control of everything, you know what's coming up next, you know who's, you know, who's going to say what, because that's you. But when you're doing it as a team, boy, you've got to be really, really slick. Otherwise, it can fall apart very quickly. My favourite anecdote as a uh, team presenter was many, many years ago. Do you remember the eclipse come in? to the Britain, and particularly to Cornwall, where we were at the time, where well, we, well, we still are now. It was, I think it was 1999, and I was working in the media sector, and a couple of my colleagues, uh, they were sales managers, and they uh, were doing a part of a group presentation up country somewhere, and I was in the audience, and they were talking about the eclipse, and they were working as a team, two of them, you know, and they were doing the presentation between them. But rather foolishly, they decided to set the slides on that thing where it goes on its own, where you set, you know, intervals like 20 seconds or 30 seconds between slides. And it's really hard to do that when you're working on your own. That alone is two of them. And very quickly, the slides started going out of sync. They weren't sure what they were saying. It turned into chaos. And a presentation as a team can very quickly become chaotic. So it's really important that you narrow it down and get it sorted. So I've got, I think, 10 top tips for you to deliver as a team. Right. Number one, first of all, agree who's going to be involved. Now, you might think, well, that's pretty straightforward. There's just the three of us. Yeah, that can be right. But is one of those three your chief executive or your MD? Because often senior people in organisations decide, they'll say things like, oh, no, no, you get on with it, you do it. And then they decide they want to be part of it. So that can be actually very, very distracting and very difficult. Because as we'll see later, if you're Working with your chief executive, sometimes they're the people who think they don't need to practice, they don't need to prepare, they could just wing it, which makes it really hard for you when you're presented as a team. Get an agreement about who's going to be involved, and that's the first starting point. Right, second starting point is, before you sketch out your roles, that's point number three, is agree as a team what the purpose of your presentation or pitch is going to be. You know, remember the 7P model that I've been banging on about in previous podcasts, because that will help you decide the roles within the team. So get to get get to agree the purpose of your presentation. Why are you going to do your presentation? What do you want the outcome, outcome to be? And within that, what do you want to achieve? So get all those noted down. Right, and then number three is then start to sketch out the potential roles. Now, depending on how many uh, presenters you've got or how many people want to be involved, but you can be part of the presentation team without actually doing the actual delivery of the presentation. So there are some important really some really important roles. So here are those roles that you can consider. Number one is setup. Now this is the person who's organizing all the pre-delivery and that will be at the venue. It'll be organizing the seating, checking the equipment for you, making sure the clicker works, the sound is good, uh, if there's handouts, organizing those and all that. It's a really important role. And if you've got someone who can take that on board for you as a team, then it means that those of you actually standing up and presenting have got one less thing to worry about. Second role is a meter and a greeter. Now this is the person who takes the initial contact with the audience as they arrive. They may do introductions to yourselves, create that rapport, you know, get it all organizing. Also, who you, you know, how you're going to be introduced to yourselves as speakers, and um, and get in a feel and tone for the audience because it can be really important that you. You meet people before you come on and, and see them because you know, if you, it'll make you feel as though you've got friends in the audience. So somebody could be in charge of that, of that meeting and greeting and introducing you. Uh, you also could get someone allocated to do your introduction right at the beginning of your presentation. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Um, over the next 15 minutes, um, my colleagues are going to... Uh, going to give you this presentation, I'd just like to quickly introduce uh, them and the company. And so that's not part of the presentation, it's the introduction. Because at an event, one of the things that often goes wrong is that you uh, forget to give the organiser your introduction. So give the organiser your an introduction, and, uh, or you know get someone to do it for you. And then, of course, there's the main introduction to the presentation as well. Now, this is the first part of the presentation for real, or the pitch for real, and i think you should consider having your best person or your best presenter do this part because it will make a difference if you get off to a big engaging start because it's really really important it sets the tone for the rest of the presentation people are making their minds up about whether to whether you whether it's worth listening or switching on to the rest of your presentation so use your resources really well and as in any team it's really important that you all recognise what you're good at, where your strengths lie, and then as a team, you work to those strengths. So if you've got someone who can give you that big dynamic start, then get them there first. You know, they're not going to spend too long on this. They're not going to talk about the core products and messages that you're offering. They're there to engage the audience, get them on board and set it up for the rest of you. So I would really, really think it's worth having your best person in that role. Then the second part, of course, as you know, because you've listened to all the other other podcasts about the structure of presentations, is that you've got your core messages. And I've always said, you know, try and make it three core messages. It doesn't matter whether you've got five minutes or 55 minutes. If you go three, four, if you go four, five, six, seven, eight, nine core messages, people are just going to switch off. So three core messages. Now, depending on how many people are in your team, you could have one person delivering the core messages. Or if you've got three core messages... Three people. Now, I reckon that um, you could use your people who uh, may be the best technical people in this role. The people who are not necessarily the most engaging speakers, but who can explain the product or service that you're offering and the benefits that the audience are going to get from it when they hire you in to deliver it. So pick three people. The most important part of this is that they don't overrun on time. So you're going to have to practice this to make sure they understand they've got maybe three minutes to deliver their message and then the next one's got three and the third one's got three as well. Because the danger is that people who are passionate about the product and know a lot about it will add to it and they'll tend to run on a bit during that during that bit. They just get completely oblivious to the time they're taking. And as we know, time when you're doing a presentation does whiz by, click of a finger. So, but be good. If you want people involved who know what they're talking about, the core message is a good part. And then I think you've got your finish manager. Now, the finish manager is not, it can be a different person to the summarizer. But the finish manager could be the person who kind of um, makes sure that it goes out on a high. And I've always said, and you'll have heard this in other podcasts, if there's a QA, and a then do it before you do your final summing up. So once the core messages are delivered, then I would get your finish manager involved to come on and manage the Q&A. And then they can introduce the summariser. Now, the summariser, again, depend on how many in your team, could be a separate person. Or if I were you, I'd go back to the person who did the introduction, your best presenter. The person who set the tone, got the audience engaged, and now you're going to ask them to deliver that rousing finish. All right. Because that really is important, and, and and that's why I think you should do that after the Q and A, so somebody else can manage the Q and A, take the questions, have those rhetorical questions up your sleeve that we've talked about in other podcasts, just in case nobody asks anything, and then have your person who who does that. Now there might be two other roles as well to play because if you're doing a, if this is kind of in a sales pitch format rather than an event presentation, then you might want someone who's going to do the. Well, if it is a presentation at an event, you might want someone whose responsibility is the post-presentation relationship builder. They're kind of head of mingling after you've finished your presentation before everybody disappears. I mean, ideally, you all want to be doing that, but there might be somebody in particular. And as a team, no doubt you will have identified certain people in the event audience that you really want to talk to. So that person gets out there. It could, again, be the same person who did the initial meeting and greeting role. So they're not involved in the presentation, but they're good at mixing with people and having that rapport with them and all that sort of stuff. If you're doing a sales pitch, then one of you might want to be the chief negotiator because during the sales pitch, you might find yourself in a negotiation situation. So, you know, you've got people who are good at putting the pitch over, but then at some point they're going to say, "Okay, well, can we talk numbers? And that's when your chief negotiator takes over. And again, that might well be a person who's not been involved in the actual presentation because they're good at negotiating. They're not necessarily that good at presenting. So you can get a feel how important these roles are as a team and and what they might do. But of course, to make it really successful as a team, you've also got to think about how you do other things as well. So number four, so number three top tip was the structure, which is all the roles we've just talked about. Number four is managing the big chiefs with the big egos. Now, I hinted at this earlier, but you will find that lots of CEOs and MDs and all that sort of stuff, if there's a really important presentation, there's two types of these people. One is the person who says, no, you guys get on with it. You get on with it. I'll just chip in if needed. Oh, and they're the real danger ones because when they chip in, they never chip out. (laughs) Okay, They just keep going and they can't help themselves and they butt in when you really don't want them to. And of course, you never know when they're going to butt in. Makes it really hard for the rest of you as a team. And the second ones are the ones who, who want to really, you know, lead from the front. Leave it to me. I know how to do this. You all do your bits as well. But they want you to be part of the presentation. They want to lead the main bit. They're the ones who never turn up for the practice. And they also overrun on time. So... You've got to manage the big chiefs, big egos and somehow as a team collectively get them to work with you or steer them away from being part of the presentation. Not easy to do, but you you might decide that it's better. You you might cajole them into thinking, hey, why don't you do the meeting and greeting and the post-presentation relationship? Or you can be the chief negotiator when we're doing the sales pitch. So they're not actually delivering the presentation. Right, leave you to work that one out knowing who your chief executive is. (laughs) Number five is build a structure as a team. We've we've kind of looked at the roles, so then everybody knows what their role is, how the structure of the presentation is going to work. Much easier if you've got those two things working together. Number six is start planning early. Now, when I worked with the university students, they they were only a few days away from actually delivering this team presentation. Some members of the team weren't able to be there because they had an important assessment to do. felt a little bit chaotic, really. So the earlier you plan ahead, the better. Give yourselves much more time as a team than you would do as an individual. Number seven is avoid last minute changes. Because if you suddenly start changing the presentation at the last minute, it has a knock-on effect throughout everybody. Now, if a piece of information or data became available that's really valuable, then sure, get it in there. But don't start playing around with the structure of your presentation the night before. I worked with a PR company a couple of years ago on their pitches and presentations, and they were—they told me that you know they'd be in the taxi on the way to the pitch, and the and the MD would start changing it. Oh, I mean that's that's a nightmare as a team to work with. So number number seven is avoid those last minute changes. Number eight is be a ruthless timekeeper. You have to get the timing right for these presentations. It's really really important that you do that, and. Somebody, somewhere, you've got to, you've, that, you know, that practice session is even more important. You know, I say to people, if you have two or three run-throughs as an individual, that's fine. But working as a team, you might need to do more than that. But you've got to be ruthless on that time because the danger is the more of you involved, the longer it'll take. And the handovers somehow on the day take longer than, you know, take much longer than they do in practice. So I'll now hand over to Trevor, who's going to tell you the benefits of product X. Well, by the time I've got there and I started talking, another 20 seconds have gone by. Number nine is when you are not speaking, but you're part of the speaking team, stay engaged. What I mean by this is very often everybody's stood at the front. So there's all three, four, five, six of you all stood there and and then suddenly it's your turn and you're hopefully engaged and you're really you know giving it your best shot. But there's a danger that when it's not your turn, you're just standing there a bit like a lemon and you're looking bored and uninterested Um, and you've got to really work hard at that, because you've got to remember that the audience will still be looking at you. So if you've got one of your team who's really passionate and engaged because they're the speaker, and the other five of you are looking completely bored, then as a member of the audience, I'm going to think, actually, probably the five are right. This is quite boring, isn't it? This is a rubbish product or idea. So you have to stay engaged. So you have to maintain eye contact with the audience. You have to keep giving smile at the audience you have to keep engaging through eye contact with the person in your team who's delivering and looking encouraging towards them. So that's really important as well. And the final the final tip I've got is, is actually feel like a team okay make you know feel as though you're not just five individuals and you've got your own bit of the presentation to do because if you're presenting as a team either a sales pitch or a presentation, then your audience is looking at you as a team as well. And they'll be thinking, right, are these people going to work well as a team working with my organisation and my people? So working as a team is the seamless interactions, the, uh, the rapport between you, the way you move around each other. These sort of things are really important. If it's a case of, now it's your turn, Trevor. Oh, all right, OK. Um, then that's not going to give the right team impression. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's useful. Working, you know, presenting and pitching as a team can be highly successful, but it's also quite tricky. So it's worth putting the time and effort in. Now, all the notes from today, I'm going to upload to uh, the Trevor Lee Media website. So you can find them when you find the, uh, the, uh, the podcast itself. So they're there as, a, as useful. They're all in note form. So you can download the notes. You've got those as well. So, thank you very much for listening. This is the end of episode number 98. Um, I look forward to joining you very soon for 99. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organisation needs to transform its sales activity and re-energise its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via Trevor at treverlymedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.